Hello friends, welcome to another episode of Naked Conversation. This is me, Badr, and today I have a really cool guest. Her name is Razan. She's going to introduce herself later. But I'm having her on the show because apart from, from that she's interesting and she's doing really good movies, and this is how I met her, we are very similar in the way that where we come from uh, and how our character is shaped by our experiences and our circumstances. She came from Syria and she's a refugee here in Netherlands and she faced a lot of similar stuff that I faced. So I, I could see the similarities of how we view certain things, even though we differ of looking at things from different angles, but still there's a lot of similarities and I want to have her on the show to talk about the similarities and the differences and, and the challenges and choices that we made to become who we are now. So Razan, can you introduce yourself? Hello. Kind of a small introduction. <laughs> Just hey, like. Yes, uh, I'm Razan. I'm a Syrian filmmaker. I'm 24 years old, but I feel a bit older sometimes and like other times I we feel really younger. Yeah. I think today we're going to talk more about like the taboos that we faced basically in our society in Syria or when we uh, came to, to the Netherlands uh, and what our expectations were actually. Um, do you I didn't have any expectations actually. <laughs> really? I actually didn't. me neither, like to be honest. Like, but there are some expectations about the society here. Also not... From the films you watch, from okay. books you read. Yeah, but for me I... Netherlands and Denmark, or they were kind of one thing. I, d- I didn't really know uh, a lot of information about every co- how each country differed from other country. I yeah, really I just came like to be honest. Yeah, they were all like the white people. Yeah, like <laughs> European, you know, like oh, <laughs> the Europe, West, Europe. the West. Yeah, exactly, I was going to <laughs> just the like West just like they think the Middle East. Middle like East. <laughs> exactly be- because our idea of the West is through media, right? And media shape things in a really sick way. So the same thing, that how media shape Middle East, that they're all exactly. kind of terrorists and on the camel, whatever. It's so, so f- untrue. The same. But, but what, what, what was your experience about the West? Because my, my, like my, what was your experience about the West? Like what was your expectations because of the media? What did the media present to you? Um, it's so difficult to r- remember how I was thinking before already. But I just, the most prominent thing was just freedom, that I can do anything I want. But I didn't know a lot of information about society and how people behave and certain tendencies. It was just kind of freedom and maybe uh, kind of wealth. So they are ri- mm-hmm. rich people and free, free or something. They're rich and free. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Such a cool thing. They're like, gang- you know, like the gangsters. <laughs> like, we're rich and we got the yeah. bitches. <laughs> Did you know... Do, did you know already why you are you came to the Netherlands, actually? Because I got this question a lot and I don't really know how to answer it. Why did you decide to come to here? Why did I decide? Uh, actually, because I couldn't stand life anymore. No. Um, why Why Netherlands specifically, I mean? Yeah, the, because of the weeds. <laughs> no. Um, I think it's... F- for me, the Netherlands was because for two reasons. One... For the reunion, that is really fast, and also for like the citizenship, so you're more free, faster, and you have a passport to travel around and whatever. Um, and the first one actually was that they speak English here, and I really cannot stand the idea of being in a country where I don't speak the language, 
and I don't communicate with people and I don't go out and uh, start immediately like socializing, you know, and uh, and just hearing from friends of mine that in Germany you have three years to learn the language and then you can really communicate. People don't speak English, not everybody, like not only only maybe in Berlin or something. And then I was like, no, I cannot stand like three years of being isolated uh, just because of the language. So that was one of the very important reasons. So I'm going to talk now. Let's, I will put my shoes, my shoes in as someone who's quiet on the right and he's a bit against refugees and stuff. And he's going to hear you now and think, oh, who's this privilege? They come to here as refugees to help. And now they are choosing which, be which country is better and when is faster. And what's your answer to that? Because it's it's a quite legitimate question from my yeah I would say mind. why not like why not why not be a picky refugee like <laughs> is that is that is should I because I'm a refugee I shouldn't be ambitious uh, or have a choice over things really nice really nice uh, like uh, sorry but yeah I I, I will choose like uh, it's my right at this my the least right I have I'm I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to pick a country to travel with normally. I, I am allowed to pick a country where I want to start a new life. Start a new is. life, you know, like 100%. what the fuck? Uh, don't make me punish him in the face yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. But yeah, it's uh, it's funny because those people try, like usually people try to put us in a box that like you're running for your life. So you have to go with the worst and accept it. And that is the problem. We have been in Syria accepting the worst and accepting it and not complaining about it until it became so heavy and so sh sh uh, rooted in the society and rooted in, in our uh, system and everything uh, to the point that like we had to rebel at some point, you know? Uh, yeah, so... Were you par part of the revolution in Syria? How things started? Maybe just aside for for the listeners. Yeah. Uh, what happened in Syria was started as a revolution. So people were just asking for freedom and they wanted the president to go away. And then it became... Are you explaining became this to yeah. the listeners? Yeah, because I feel sometimes I, I, I feel I feel sorry for those who doesn't know that. Uh, I don't. I like do I, because... I, do, I, I think you say sorry in a way that you are... Being ignorant. Yeah. Yeah, but I th do you know what a lot of times... Mm, I mean, I can understand because it's something so big and it influenced the whole world. So you should at least try and know what's happening there. But sometimes it's so complicated to know if you write anything about Syria on Google. Like, it's not that easy to find yeah, the right answers. Yeah. So I understand that many don't really know what happened there. Why? You know, the same way. Do you know why things started in Hong Kong, for example? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But like, so I can understand that someone doesn't know. What's happening of course, in Hong Kong. of course. So I'm just. I'm not trying saying to I don't understand. I said I'm s I feel sorry. Yeah, but the way you said it was trying, like you know, like uh, kind of looking down on them a bit. Yes, a bit. yes, of course. So I was, I was challenging. Of course, of course. <laughs> I know, like, but uh, I was challenging uh, this uh, point that. Why, 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 why should I look do down on them? Yeah. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because. We are. I think. I think the the class being defined in in money is a very stupid thing because it's not about like for me like at least not an econ economic uh, we shouldn't class each other but what this has to do with my question with uh I'll, I'll tell you uh but i do feel that uh w we need to 
like now that there's globalism that there's a lot of information and everything we need to go out of our bubble we can i mean we can and when i say this i look down on them because if you are privileged to be living in a free country like the netherlands for example or uh and learn in in such good universities and and open up your horizons to a lot of things and still don't know uh a lot about the world that's something like not necessarily a lot but like what's happening like what's urgent in the world you know uh that i i look down on of course i got what you mean they have the opportunity yeah they have the privilege of being able to they can travel whenever they want whenever they want they have health insurance they can they have safety they have economy they have opportunity fast they have internet remember in syria like we we did <laughs> we had in our house we had like one internet we shared between two houses even we had like one one and it was 25.6 kilobyte like not even make it was 256 kilobyte it was insane oh. it was insane but <laughs> Let's talk about the electricity when yeah. it turns off. <laughs> when you had to study on the candle. <laughs> It's like our families. Yeah, But like my pa- parents. Like when, uh, when we were younger. <laughs> we But there's also an international way of how parents look. Yeah, always definitely. talk to their children. Of, that they that always their stop, life they suffered. Walked for, yeah, they suffered <laughs> 100 times more. But were you part of the revolution in Syria? I think I am, even though I'm not. Were you? Uh, I was... Listen, I was grow I grew up in a family where we don't like the regime uh, or the system like from very long ago. So it's I grew up with this idea like of the revolution, but it was impossible and and, and it was just theoretical and hidden. Uh but in the way that I was raised, it was definitely it was definitely rebellious like to be criticized criticizing in a in a society where criticizing is not even uh, possible or it's allowed. not possible it's not allowed it's not common mm, that's good that you mm, had the yeah. chance already from yeah so this yeah. i think but i i was uh, when the revolution started i was 16 years old and my parents were like yeah you're underage imagine like they were thinking about underage i was like so angry at them like who thinks about underage right now like Oh my! Yeah, who decides what age right now? But uh, but I was not allowed to go to the demonstrations they, because of the the violence, of yeah, course. I want to protect you actually because yeah. you can be. But that doesn't easily. that doesn't mean that I wasn't like with my opinion out loud and everything that I was. I once got kicked out of the school and once I got hit by a teacher because I. I was demonstrate like I was uh, saying Ilan Hof Ilan Rafaq Hafiz, so like fuck the president, uh, fuck <laughs> fuck Hafiz, or like goddamn you Hafiz, uh, Hafiz is the father of uh, Bashar Assad. But that's good. So you were part of it in your I heart. I think so. Yeah, in my heart. Yeah, okay. yeah, you don't yeah, need yeah, to yeah. do a lot of stuff. Did you think I was not? I no, I didn't think. Okay. I was just asking uh, <laughs> honest question. Um, so was this the first thing you re- rebel against? kind of this, the government and the system and dictator w- what was your first revolution that's very uh, deep and 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 old in the in the childhood the first revolution was when i didn't say when i said no to my mom for example that's that's one so if but if if i'm going to prioritize my revolutions i think patriarchy like for sure like the first thing that i rebelled against as a person 
uh, and that's when you say no to your mom, basically, or to your, no, not to your mom, but to your dad, yeah, <laughs> to your you, father your figure. Your mom is part of your the father kind of, figure. Uh, your mother is kind of could be included in the patriarchal system, let's say, because she follows it in a way and she believes in it, like many. Yeah, yeah. Eastern moms. Yeah, but uh, but then also the sexual, of course, uh, revolution, and then also the uh, against religion, uh, against the taboo of religion or taboos of religion. Uh, like there's so many revolutions that we, we we have to face in 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 a, in a city like Damascus. Uh, there's a lot of contrasts that uh, you question. Like for example, why why uh, I don't know. Like why are you allowed as a guy to go out topless in the streets, and I'm not allowed to wear shorts? Or if I wear shorts, uh, then I'm gonna be that exists even here in the West. So. <laughs> Not on that level. Not on that level, but like it's also something f- I find weird. Like I'm a guy, I can be topless. I'm 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 front of you now, and I'm topless, <laughs> or an equi- like just as a coincidence. Yeah, but also you can't a, be to- such a bad uh, presenter. Like no. you should wear uh, a shirt it's naked, it's and like. A- <laughs> so I'm allowed to be. Like, but also, in a, it's also programmed in our mind. You are not topless. You no. You don't. You, you you see. Also, in our interpersonal relationships, we are already wired to behave in a certain way that this is the correct way where that's all illusion definitely but also like right now so also our societies are part of the illusion if, if your mother are telling you oh don't go out come come back early to the house you can't be late and your brother is late can be late it's already part of the illusion of why we should behave in a certain way it's actually not an illusion it's a reality that we are facing it's a reality of Uh, of uh, traumatic experience after another. I meant illusion that it's, it's not real. No one, it's not the true answer that a guy course, can be yeah, told yeah. in yeah. this way. But so y- you started saying no to your mother from early age. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but we have very good relationship. Also. Good. But, uh, but what you are describing here is quite rare in Syria that women ha- have certain freedom and they can say no and they can do things that society thinks yeah, but wrong. Yeah, but it exists. They, like, it, exists. Yeah, it exists. And I think media doesn't show, show it here. No, no, no. no we ha- there's a certain image here in the West about the uh, Arabic woman that we're, uh, like our um, destiny is taken over by male uh, powers, which there is definitely a try to, but it's not working and it's, it will not work. I mean, of course, there's a lot of oppression, but that's not only about women, it's about the whole region. Uh, it's a system that's like shocking us. Uh, anyway, um, but that's also but that's yeah. Sorry, go go for it. Yeah, but the the thing that uh, we challenge uh, our freedom there. Uh, for me, as a, as for me, I'm not gonna talk about we. Uh, for me, I I was challenging my my freedom there, and I did a lot of fun crazy stuff in Damascus that I would like I love I love and I think I was not that uh, uh, wild in uh, the Netherlands as much as in Damascus because every action you take is rebellious you know like there's a lot of of details that you're like oh I'm doing something and it's not allowed and fuck you (laughs) so much pleasure to the activities yes you can say some (coughs) examples yeah like for example Kissing in the street, like is like kissing in the street, is like one of the most amazing uh, experiences in, in old Damascus. Like, 
you you have to hide nobody has to see you behind and the cars like, and so somewhere and like just really like very fast and like yes 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 and now we're running away wow it's like, <laughs> like yeah it's a different meaning of kissing it's like really private and also very exciting in a way the adrenaline is like it's also something blood. in us in a human everything is forbidden has a lot of pleasure yeah yeah <laughs> Yes, so that, but also, um, like, can you imagine, you, you, I used to enjoy my um, style, or my, uh, my, yeah, my style, basically, in Syria a lot, because I felt that I was being myself in, in a very, um, I don't know. Different place or something. Yeah, in a place where it's, it was not very common, you know, I felt attention of it. I like guess <laughs> you were... You are unique, let's say there. Yes, yes, I felt my uniqueness. And you are, you are also unique here. You're unique everywhere, I think. Definitely, yeah. But there, because it, like, because of this layer of rebellious to it, it feels more important. This uniqueness. The difference is huge there than yeah. here. Here, there's many unique people. Let's say you, you were quite rare there more than here. No, just the contrast. Like not na- rare. Mm. There's a lot of amazing people and yeah, but crazy rare, people. A, if you compare to the mass the scale, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. In this sense. But no, I think it's even here, actually. <laughs> that people are... Yeah, yeah. they are similar also, but in yeah, a different way. But they, there's many similar... Um, there's always kind of followers and leaders in a way. Yeah. In any society. Yeah, any, like in any labels. S- in any uh, civilization, where there's always certain... There's certain trend here and there's certain another, another trend there. And there are always a trend that is bigger than another trend. And there's always kind of relationship between these two dra- trends of how people look like or music they listen to or political tendencies, there's always different roads, that, let's say. Some people draw certain roads and walk in and some people just follow roads. That's true. There's other people who create new roads also. And this is how general... I think you create new roles. Mm. I think that's something that you wow. do. <laughs> you really do that. You really do that. You're very... Uh, smart in this actually i want to have to give you this yeah, compliment you can tell me more like like what ha- i what i find interesting about what you do that you're you're very honest and pure about yourself and about your history and about how you think and you're not scared of uh sharing it and not only not scared you're actually making the of the effort to share it Definitely. which which i find really fascinating because you know in the end those who take a moment to write a letter or uh, make a podcast or make a film or draw a painting or dance or whatever uh, they're giving time of their energy of their inner uh, inner selves uh, to the outside and that's so generous so nice that you, you you can see it in this way but I feel like it's my responsibility to share this why because everything I know everything happened to me, gave me this information, this knowledge or whatever, this experiences could be anyone else except me. I'm not, I'm, it was just coincidence maybe that it, it happened to me. So I feel like it's responsibility to tell others what happened to me because it could happen to them too. So I'm just sharing my experience with them because we, I feel like we are all one in a different way. Is it for you to, to relate to them or for them to relate to you? Both. For them to relate to me because I, I am the one who's saying and also for me to relate to them because 
sharing with them that they are me it's the same thing saying me are them <laughs> right like <laughs> it's, they, <laughs> it goes both way but it's from one direction but this direction Uh, means that the other directions <laughs> <too. laughs> <laughs> 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 for the Arabic listeners <laughs> but uh, what are the some of the stereotypes you face here as a Syrian woman refugee let's say yeah a lot actually like uh, the first one is the hijab that I was the people imagine that I, because I'm Syrian refugee that I have to have the headscarf on uh, or that I have to be a Muslim uh, and I'm neither and or that I have to I don't know like there are so many assumptions, assumptions and that like the victimizing actually the victimizing that's that's what I find really like Um, the most the, the most harmful uh, harmful impact impact from the society I have here that like they always try to like oh you're a refugee do you know what a refugee means if you look it up in the dictionary it's the person who's in the process of traveling from one country to the other so it was only the way here that was the period when I was what I am a refugee The moment you arrive to the country, that, then you're not a refugee anymore. You're just, you were you a refugee. No, no, no. But that's that's in the dictionary. It's not. But you are much more than just dictionary and the word. It's, you are you have but, certain conditions here, but circumstances, what does, what does it struggles here. You are, you are in a certain corner. You have to follow certain procedures. You have to do certain exams to get certain things. You have to prove certain things. What you does the, the, the word refugee means? The word refugee means, means a lot of things. It means you escaped from place to, to another start f- for and then. You're asking for help, asking exactly. for, 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 for refuge. a refuge. But you are in the process of this. So when you're always called a refugee, when you're always called you're a refugee, a refugee the, always in the newspapers or whatever, like we have a refugee student or we have a refugee, whatever, uh, it, it, it has this superiority on it, the word, that we are superior because we, we're, we're helping you. And, and it's not... Like it's not like this. It's not as black and white. I yeah. get what you mean, but <coughs> they are helping us in a way sometimes. I know, I know. Who said not? Like we're no, not. No, but talk- in a way that yeah, sometimes we are. But I get what you are annoyed that you are always the one that receiving help. Let's say or let's say. Yeah, and it's not true. Like uh, we are contributing to the society here. You know what I mean? We are also like we are giving a new perspective to the Dutch society. We are. Uh, y- 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 We're creative people. We're making films. <laughs> making, we're, ta- we're, yeah, we're making. You're, you're putting. Your, you're making your touch in the in society. Definitely. Yeah, and But the mainstream media put put us in like, oh, we are either uh, out caring or in a camp, uh, uh, searching for like. It's always in a. Which we are there, framed there in are a way. there are people that like they are a bit like that to be honest. They're just taking out care and being lazy and stuff. But true, it's everywhere. Like it's not only you know, in every group you have some. So you're being kind of annoyed that you're always framed as a refugee where you are much more than just a refugee. You had many more other stuff that you... Yes, of I course, you're a refugee. You came to here and you needed help. But then after a while, after a year, whatever, you are on your, you're not a refugee anymore. Y- yes, yes. I, I don't like this victimizing role that uh, is implanted in us. It gets implanted in you. Because sometimes... I, I was talking actually yesterday with this Egyptian uh, actress. She was telling me when I'm with a Dutch person and they asked me like, oh, how is it in Egypt? Like, 
you immediately start to talk about the negativity of it. So your image of your uh, country or your past or yourself even, your identity becomes negative, which is a very negative thing because mm. we have a very beautiful culture as well. We have a very beautiful, like the the rebellious people that I know in Damascus, you, you know, me. Oh, shit. <laughs> What's up, yeah? You, you know me, uh, like I don't know, like but it isn't people quite negative. We we are not a lot, let's say. We're not a lot. Yeah, in our culture, like people are kind of open-minded and free, and these. Yeah, so that's the system true. is quite negative, let's say, especially towards m- women. Definitely. But to the point that you were, c- you were annoyed that you are v- being victimized, let's say, and it's really annoying to be victimized all the time. Do you see it also that? women in general let's say in, in western world they are also there's certain look that victimizing them that women are victims to the system patriarchal system does it do you lo- look at the yeah, way I know that you're you looking to a refugee i'm trying to actually compare. actually actually i do actually i do and i do that uh, because how i do it how i think like this or how i feel it that a lot of women here uh like I understand we need to fight the patriarchy and everything but like also as a as an individual as a woman like for me I, that's how I talk to myself why would you keep looking at yourself as a woman like just if you if you deconstruct this idea and just like focus on the fact that I can I'm a survivor or I'm uh, 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 focus on other identities I'm you know other layers I'm strong, of I'm- other identity layers the layers that i want to focus on like for example also it's the same mechanism i use with with the word refugee like i don't want to 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 be labeled in in that certain way but i also don't want to be labeled as a woman always you know totally understand although i'm i'm a very feminine woman like but that's small small part of exactly other things that are beyond women and men exactly it's your brain (laughs) it's your brain whatever your heart (laughs) beyond the, the gender and the sex let's say but let's t- talk about cinema f- for a bit. You're studying c- cinematography now in Amsterdam. Wh- why did you decide this? And did you... What, what's your relationship with cinema, let's say? Um, I'm studying directing, not cinematography, but like it's it can, yeah. Um, cinema. You know, when you're re- living in a reality where you're not you're not like accepting it you don't you're very critical but you can't change anything you're very hopeless in a way there's a very like dark uh darkness around you know uh, in damascus and in uh, under this kind of regime under uh yeah there's a lot of things like feelings and issues that you have to handle under uh, c- certain circumstances and especially under the war uh so cinema was for me the escape uh, land uh it was the geography the, the 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 wanted geography that like the unknown wanted geography i don't know it's just like traveling somewhere and you don't know where you're traveling but you're just traveling you know for no reason it's also. a journey just inside yeah, of yourself it's maybe ju- it's really yeah and each film is, w- is a different journey, so you're traveling a lot, you know? Yeah, it was uh, freedom. Cinema is freedom. Where you had no freedom, let's say. Or exactly. 
Did you make any movies or tr you tried anything in, in Syria or before you studied here? Yeah, I made uh, My Mirror. Uh, it's a short film about uh, this girl who is uh, confused with her gender, but basically not really confused for with her gender, but just like trying to be the man for herself in a very masculine society. Uh, so she, wow. she decides to, uh, to perform a dance with herself where she draws like half a mustache on, on her face on the other feminine side and she danced with, with herself. Uh, it's a very cute film, I think. So it, nice, and yeah. I love it because like I did like everything by myself and I had to like do the production design and the camera <laughs> and then like directing the actors and, and sometimes, yeah, like buying one thing, like a, a red rose. It was in the summer when we were filming. So like r running to 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 buy a red rose and coming back and then when we want to shoot the scene the rose is already dead so we go all back the to all the struggles and yeah. i run back to the flower shop you know <laughs> so it's really cute yeah i love it and uh, what what was the name of the movie that i met you through the one before i forget before i forget is it pop for public or something it, it is I can on my it's on my vimeo okay oh yeah. we can share the link of yeah yeah, yeah definitely People want to watch and see what also, you, some of your work. It's gonna be in Rotterdam uh, Young Network next week, uh, EFFR uh, Young Network. Uh, it's like festival. Or yeah, it's a fest film festival, but it's a special screening. It's not like in the festival, but um, yeah, like it's gonna be really nice. And then we're gonna have a discussion afterwards. Me and Renda, 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 Renda Nasser. We can po also put some information yeah. for others who's interested. Uh, any final thoughts you wanna you wanna add or you wanna say? I wanna say that it's really beautiful what you're doing, and I'm really <laughs> proud you. of you for this. <laughs> yeah, really. Like uh, I like I like that you're documenting in, in general. That's uh, that's a very good uh, good way of communicating your love with people. I'm really I'm really enjoying it, and I I just hope really that I'm providing any value to anyone, or because this is a big part of why I'm doing this. Thank you, Razan, for, for coming today and for the compliments <laughs> and for the nice stories. And the <laughs> 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 Ciao.